That's Bruce Dixon and Glenn Ford. In uh, 2016, Bruce Dixon called it from the beginning. He said uh, uh, that Bernie Sanders is a sheepdog for the Democratic Party. He will end up uh, endorsing Hillary Clinton. He, he called it completely. And I'm remembering what Glenn said when uh, Barack Obama ran in 2008, that um, the anti-war movement and the so-called left were on the same side as Goldman Sachs. Absolutely. So um, this is a, a problem of, and it goes back even further, actually, of uh, long standing about do what do we have a left? I mean, I think it's we have to say it's it's tiny, and the uh, as politics moves to so far to the right in this country. Um, all kinds of people are allowed to call, like the average Democrat has no business calling him or herself a, a leftist. Um, uh, it's just absurd to me. I mean, and the word leftist has, has lost its meaning, I feel, in this country. And that's why people can be pro-austerity or pro-war or pro-compromise or act against the interests of working people, as you said, and still be considered uh, leftists. So how do we, and uh, this is a big question, I know, uh, how do we build a real, a real left in this country? Yeah, and, and you know, Margaret, that's, that's the question of the hour. But I start from, uh, I'm not so much into quantity as much as quality. In a crisis like this, and, in, and frankly, an evolving and developing crisis, we're not going to get out of this crisis soon. It will deepen. Um, but uh, see, to begin with, politics is really ideology. That's what, in a generic sense, politics is. Uh, and that Aristotle on up, you know, uh, it's only in the Anglo-American and uh, world, and especially the United States, that politics gets reduced to elections. So, if you separate genuine politics from elections, you know. Now, that doesn't mean that on occasion or in certain circumstances, uh, certain people run for office. But that should not be the whole uh, thing of the left. The left should be identified with its ideas. And, you know, we play the long game. And nothing is more powerful than ideas whose time has come. And I think, you know, set aside this fake left, this celebrity left, this uh, cable news left, uh, this left that is more comfortable, uh, would you say Goldman Sachs or uh, really the military industrial complex than they are with the working class. And I have evidence of that, by the way. I don't know if we could call names and identify people but there are people who actually say that uh, black people have less in common, black workers have less in common with white workers than they do with the uh, one-tenth of one percent. Uh, that the woke capitalists, 
among them um, Joe Biden and so on, are more favorable to black folk than the, the working class. Well, uh, you know, <laughs> uh, it, besides the fact that it's a, um, a distortion, uh, I think it is so limited and narrow in its perspective that you can't develop a tactical position out of it. If black workers have more in common with the big capitalists because they claim to be woke than they do with a poor white worker, then what is black liberation? How do you define black liberation then? Certainly Du Bois or Frederick Douglass or Anna Julia Cooper or, you know, we could name all of them would not see reality in that way. So I think, I'll tell you the truth, Margaret and, and Danny, I, I think we're, um, we're not in a bad position if we know how to play, uh, play this thing. They're in crisis. We, can, we don't have to save Biden to prevent us from getting Trump. And that's the way it's going to be sold now. Or we don't have to vote for Hillary so that we don't get Trump. Let's not make that mistake again. 